Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Oh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Business Talk, uh, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. Uh, We have a great show for you today. Uh, We have back by Peter, I guess we'll call it popular demand. We have uh, Peter Roscott with us. He is the owner, founder of the Blood Cabin Banquet and Meeting House and a number of other businesses as well. Peter, how are you this morning? George, I'm great. I'm ecstatic to be back. It must be all the social media I'm sending you guys that uh, is making me popular on the show. I I don't know. You're you're getting more airtime than uh, our new president these days. Uh, you're you're no, on the, I, I, the TV channels. You're you're in the newspaper. You're you're everywhere, and I I understand why because the governor is changing the rules again, and everybody wants to know what this means for restaurants and event facilities and businesses of that type. And that's why you're back here this morning. That and the fact I just like talking to you about these things. So I appreciate you having me. I, I tell you, kidding aside, I'm honored uh, that I get called out on behalf of my peers. Uh, maybe it's my age. Maybe it's the amount of years mm-hmm. I have in a business. But um, we all in this business have had some rough times, like most of us. And um, we're slowly coming out of it. And it's, it's great to be called on on talking about these points. So I appreciate the call and, and invite this morning. Well, anytime. We're happy to have you. We're going to talk a lot about the governor's new regulations regarding these types of businesses and what it all means moving forward uh, business-wise, psychologically, and otherwise. But, you know, we're coming up on one year now since the clock stopped and, and the world changed. I, I don't want to revisit bad times, but just kind of talk about what this year has been like for you and all the people yeah. in this business. Uh, I think we're all in the same boat. You're still standing. I I think I, I, I'm standing right now and I'm, I'm excited about being able to stand because I know, unfortunately, that some of my peers in the industry have made decisions to stop uh, being involved in this industry because they just didn't have it in them. Uh, it's deja vu, though, when you think about it, and, and, and I, you and I have maybe talked a little bit about this, but this, this anniversary that we're coming to, we all thought that we would be closing our doors for two weeks, uh, and it will be all over. That was exactly how I remember that day with the announcement of the governor. And uh, it's just mind-boggling that a year later, we're just uh, getting hope. It's not over, but we're getting hope. So let's talk some more about the, this this hope. Uh, the governor has loosened restrictions. We can now have more people in restaurants, more people at event settings. Just kind of walk us through briefly what has changed and what it means for you. So so let's there's there are two radically different sites, even though they're they kind of most people put them together and and I unfortunately feel the governor and his committee put them together. But events and restaurants, uh, George, to me are very different. Uh, radically different and uh, the restaurants are pretty well out of the uh, coming out of the tough times because when you can have 50% occupancy when you're allowed to sit people at the bars uh, when you're allowed to bring back indoor entertainment even though right now the indoor entertainment is not allowed to sing but at least we're allowed to do that Uh, we're sending a message to our customers that it's okay to come out 
And when you look at the customer we've had in the restaurant business over the last uh, six months since June, uh, so it's a little more than six months, um, we find mostly the customers that are not afraid. Um, so the more positive that comes out of these kind of announcements, uh, the more relaxed people get that you start seeing some of the customers that have not been out for a year. And it's quite a special time to see that. Now, in your business, uh, events are booked well in advance. You probably have events on the books for 2022, maybe even 2023. Some of those people with long engagements, <laughs> corporate events that we know are going to happen. And that there is going to be a Christmas in 2023. But a lot of what's happening with these changes of restrictions is people now have to turn on a dime. They have to move very quickly. Things have changed a lot. That, that's got to be very frustrating to operate in a climate. Not only when you not, don't know what's going to happen, but when things are going to change. Well, and that part is the frustrating part. And, and I, I truly feel, and I'm not blaming anybody, George, because I, I think government has so much in their hands that they're not thinking about this all the way. So this is not a blame. But in the event industry, it's not as simple as saying it's okay to have 100 people, which is what March 22nd has. Uh, there is a lot more there than we need to know. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't know that right now. So let's go, for example, when you go to the government website right now, the Massachusetts government website for, for COVID, um, all it says is 100 people is okay. It doesn't say refer to restaurant guidelines for the rest of the guidelines. So do the tables get placed six feet apart? Do they get placed 10 feet apart? Is the tables of six? Is the tables of 10? Um, in the restaurant world, uh, we need to force our guests to eat within an hour and a half. Is that applied to events? There's no guidance on that part on the event. So that piece is, is quite complicated and, and unfortunately uh, the frustrating part with this process. By the way, that 90 minutes is no problem for me. Uh, when I'm at the Delaney House and I've, I've got one of your steaks in front of me, it, uh, 90 seconds is, is, is plenty of time. It goes by quick. So um, talk a little bit more about just the frustration of dealing with these these changing rules. I mean, it must be hard to even keep staff on and know how much staff to have at certain points. And, and so, so we're in, we're in a process right now to taking a, a, an inventory of events that we believe will happen in April and in May and in June. And and it's shooting darts because we're not certain if they're going to happen or not. We're not certain if they're going to adapt to the regulations. But we need to start hiring, training, finding the people to do this, get our facilities ready. Um, so that's that's a process. I mean, you could talk about that as a frustration, but you can also take the good side on this, and it's optimism. It's We're not cutting back now. We're getting ready to do things. We're getting ready to bring people back. We're getting ready to do stuff. So I think that's the good part of this process. I just wish there would be the guidelines would be a little clearer. And, and in your case, I mean, with Business West, we have the same conversation. Can we do more than 100 people? When can we do more than 100 people? Uh, what is the process to get there? And it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm assuming that, you know, for the, the people who are booking events, the phones are starting to ring again. What are you getting? What are you hearing? When do people want to book events for? What, what's the world going to look like in the summer and fall? We, when is it going to be safe to go back in the water, I guess? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I feel that the corporate market is still very 
tepid. It's not coming out of the woodwork. Uh, but the social market is is excited to get going. Like weddings, put yourself into the, the, the mindsets of these couples that have moved the wedding at least once or twice. Uh, very tough position to be in. And they want to have this wedding this year. That's the business that is the most guaranteed business this year. Um, with the announcement last week, we have seen a huge influx of phone calls for baby showers and bridal showers and that kind of stuff. So the social market is definitely finding ways to say, I'm ready to get together. Uh, the corporate market is still extremely careful and, and, and only time will tell on how they will adapt. Will they have a Christmas party? Will they have an award ceremony? Will those things happen? And, and I, I wish I had a, a, a crystal ball to predict that. And, and I, I feel that 2021 is not going to be a good corporate year, to be very honest with you. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I have talked uh, several times over the past year, both for this podcast and, and just in general, because I like to talk to you about what's going on. Um, many times, I think you've said, okay, we'll know more in a month. Uh, and next month, we'll know more in a month. When do you I'm really... Place. <laughs> Where do you? When do you really think we'll know more here? I I really hope. Like I, I go back to the government website that I use uh, as my reference, and and the gathering part is not been updated for two months, and so I got a feeling that they will not update that website until March twenty second, when we go into this new phase of gatherings, and the problem is. They're not going to tell me what the parameters should be in three months or four months. So I have to guess and have to guide our customers through a little bit of a guessing game. Because if you want to have a 200 people event, my instinct tells me that it should be possible late summer and fall. But that's instinct. That's not fact. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm going to keep on asking you to be patient, you and everybody. Okay. All right. This is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I am George O'Brien, the editor of Business West, and I'm talking to Peter Rosgotten. He is the owner, founder, chief cook and bottle washer at the Delaney House and the Log Cabin and, and those other kinds of businesses that we were talking about earlier. So uh, June is big wedding month, always has been, always will be. Um, I don't have much experience with weddings. Only been married once. Didn't work out very well. Um, <laughs> what are, are there a lot of weddings booked for June? And if so, what will those weddings be like? Weddings are going to be um, very hard to do in the next few months. So, so I truly feel that what we're going to see is late summer and fall with a lot of weddings that are going to figure out a way to be uh, compliant with the regulations. And they're going to move ahead. The beginning of the summer, so specifically to your question of June, is, is a little bit of a crapshoot. It's not going to be crazy because most people didn't want to risk having a wedding in June without knowing what the conditions of the regulations were. Uh, we have people, I have a, a beautiful couple on April 3rd that is committed to having a wedding on April 3rd. And we're going to see those. Um, but we don't know exactly what they're going to be forced to do. And they don't know it either, but they're okay with it. They're moving ahead. So I guess the big question moving forward for restaurants and events as everything else is whether people will feel comfortable going back and when they will feel comfortable going back into large settings and getting 
into a room again with 200, 300, 400, 500 people. Uh, any read on that? Any take on that? What What are you hearing association-wise when, when you guys get together? What, what's the sense on this? George, I think the magic, and, and when I talk to my peers, I talk to folks in the, in the Springfield area, as well as the Mass Restaurant Association and so forth, the common denominator to your um, question is vaccine. Um, I had a personal experience yesterday. Um, I was at a doctor's office. I've been vaccinated. The doctor was vaccinated. And he looked at me saying, we both have been vaccinated. Um, we don't need the mask. And, and I feel that that's the answer to your question. Is, is if, if people are vaccinated, so I'm not worried about getting the virus. And, you, and I'm standing across from you or sitting across from you and you're not worried about getting the virus, we're going to go and hang together. Uh, and I think the vaccine is the answer. By the way, how did you jump the line? You're, you're not even as old as I am. I'm not old enough. We, we have a contract with a, uh, with a line jumper. Okay. With a quarantine facility, uh, a state-run quarantine facility. We feed, the, we feed the people in quarantine. So we're in and out of that facility on a regular basis. Uh, so for that purpose, we were considered medical. Very good. Yeah. So vaccines, confidence level, uh, again, this is the, the big question moving forward. Will people go back into a large room? Pent-up demand. Uh, from what I hear from a lot of people, people are just dying to go back out, uh, go back to where they were. But it's been so long now that uh, – People kind of learn to do without. Well, think of, but we'll think be fascinating about, uh, to see. George, think about yourself too. When you go into a group setting, uh, I'm and, and please don't tie me into Cuomo for this comment, but I'm a guy that when I see somebody I like, I like to give them a hug. It's just been my nature, especially people that I enjoy seeing. But I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable hugging for a long time. I don't, I'm not <laughs> comfortable if I'm even going to do a cheek kiss with somebody. Um, I think we are going to be changed in so many ways that we don't even feel comfortable comprehending right now. But, but I think when people are together, they're going to be together and it's going to be cautious at first. And, and then as, as we learn how we progress, maybe the caution goes away again and we become a little more like we used to be. Mm -hmm. Go back and talk about restaurants in the few minutes that we have left. Uh, you and I have talked about this a few times. Uh, and you mentioned at the top that there are some people who just did not managed to make it this far it's in very the pandemic. sad i think you said survival of the fittest uh, on one of the earlier podcasts that we did uh is this now kind of like the the light at the end of the tunnel boy i hate using that phrase if we made it this far are these restaurants going to be able to to ride this out now now that we can see the finish line if you will i i guess my answer is i hope so um I'm still worried that there's people out there. Uh, I looked at it too. It's like, is it time to, 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 to call it quits? And because the battle is hard. Uh, just think about our assets and, and, and you, you focused on business. So I have uh, started the hiring process to get the log cabin in ship shop shape. But when I walk around the log cabin right now, I can see that I didn't do anything for you. And it's frustrating because now I got to spend money painting, fixing, doing uh, in anticipation of what I hope will happen in the next few months. And, uh, and you got to have the power, the willpower to do that. You got to have the passion to do that. Um, I feel 
I feel with the money that the government is sending our way, which has been very good, PPP has been a phenomenal thing. Um, there's a Restaurant Recovery uh, Act that is being passed through the, uh, through the Senate right now. Uh, those things are going to be very helpful for anybody that wants to stay in the game. But some people might just say, I had enough. I don't want to do it. And it's what it's been happening. So you've had the people leave that could not handle it. And I think now you're going to have the people leave that have a choice and feel that this is the time to leave. It's always been a tough business. You and I have talked about that many times. It, it's never, ever been easy. That's why when you see a restaurant that's been around 20, 30, 40 years, that, that's really an amazing thing because they, they, they change names, they change owners. So it's never been easy. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be even more difficult moving forward. Is that what I'm sensing from you? And even harder than it is now? Well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm going to disagree with you. I think the ones... I feel us, uh, by staying in the game, will be in better shape because okay. less competition. I mean, one of my biggest competitors is is for sale. Uh, less competition will hopefully make my business stronger. I just got to get there. Mm -hmm. So I think I think for the ones that are going to get there, and I feel like we're part of that, uh, the optimism, the entrepreneurial spirit tells me it's going to be okay. So there will be fewer of you in the future moving forward. Uh, yes. I mean, a lot of speculation about some of these uh, restaurants that didn't make it, somebody new coming in. But starting a new restaurant is even harder than uh, continuing oh. with an older one. So, George, I had a personal experience the other day that I can, I'm sure it's happening to everybody. So we need a new phone system. And, and I, it's $25,000. We're not talking a huge amount of money. I didn't want to cash flow it, so I went to uh, leasing companies to try to get the cash for this to, to release. They weren't even looking at us. You're in hospitality. You're in the restaurant business. doesn't matter what we have or what we have for assets or what kind of track record we have. No, we're not doing those kind of loans to you guys right now. That was the standard answer we got. And, wow. and that's for $25,000. What about somebody that needs to borrow a million bucks to open up a restaurant or whatever the deal is? They're running into the same thing. I think financial institutions are dealing with the existing business, but they are very much going to not give any new business a run until they feel comfortable. Very interesting. Uh, food for thought. Did I really say that? Food for thought. You always provide a lot of that. Uh, Literally and figuratively. So good luck to you guys moving forward. Uh, hopefully 2021 is going to be much better than 20. I don't see how it can't be. But, I agree. Uh, hey, it's a pleasure to be here on the show with you and, and uh, anytime. Well, we'll have you back soon. All right. Cheers. Thank you, Peter. And thank you to all of you. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time.